Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And we are the podcast for cars and shenanigans. Indeed. Yeah, I've been involved in a lot of shenanigans lately, so mm-hmm. I want to make sure we include that as a topic to discuss. But on today's episode, Randy, of course, we're covering our headlines for the week. We have S2K and E36 updates. The Drow Report is back, and I have no idea what's in it. Randy, you... You're It'll be interesting. Okay, yes, okay you're yeah, in yeah. charge. You're in charge. Yeah. We talk about standalone versus complementary modifications. Presidents can't drive. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. But let's get started with some headlines. I'm going to start it off with sort of sad news we've discussed before. SEMA has been canceled, but now it's official. It's online. Yes. SEMA 360 is a thing. Um, really, the whole intention behind it, is so uh, manufacturers can sell to businesses, apparently, which is, which is the whole goal of SEMA anyway. That's true, right? But so it's not gonna be a, it's not like a massive car show they can go like snoop in on. I think it's gonna be a lot more like presentations of things. I'm yeah. still gonna, I'm still gonna pay atten- close attention to it and see what I can see. Did you sign up? I'm, I haven't signed up yet. I did f- as as media. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, cool, perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. So then I'm curious what this is going to be, SEMA 360. What, like, are they are they filming content right now f- to release during that time? Is it just going to be a lot of talks? Like, are these companies, like, all the companies that were set to booth, were they told that they have to come up with content now and presentations? I know a lot of these, like the Toyota booth, right? They had presentations already ready to display. Yes, right? we saw but, that. But not all the vendors do that. Right. So I'm really curious, you know, how this is going to look or what they're actually going to present as part of SEMA 360. I mean, because they can use the excuse that it's very short notice and this this was, a, you know, a big surprise. So everyone sort of has lower expectations in terms of what it's going to be. Right. But SEMA, with the reputation it has behind it, you would expect at least some wow thing right like because when we were there last year there were bands there were free food (laughs) obviously that's not gonna happen right but is it gonna be like that where there'll be shows and like drift events and is all that just gonna be recorded and live it's not the same man. yeah it's it's interesting i'm i'm very curious what they're what they're gonna come up with but at least we get to go to sema this year (laughs) <laughs> At least there's some semblance of SEMA yeah. to your point. Yeah. yeah, we'll be able to go, I guess, online. Well, and I, I'll say that really any convention in Vegas is basically a glorified excuse to go to Vegas. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's, <laughs> right? 100%. Although we didn't Vegas while we were there. That's very true. We were very responsible media people. Yeah, that's very, very true. Um, and I had real no interest. We, in we, we did a um, buffet. Oh, yeah, we did a buffet. That's right. We did a That's buffet. A yeah, we did a buffet. Thing. We did a yeah. buffet. That's yeah. true. Yes. I won't lie there. <laughs> we did a buffet. Yes. But other than that, I mean, we were there for. Yeah, we didn't. We stayed in. After yeah, the yeah. Show. We stayed up late working on, you know, the Content. recordings for that day mm-hmm. and the and the, and the uh, podcast. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think eventually it gets to the point where it, you're 100 percent there for Vegas. Because you've seen it so much. Maybe. For us, maybe. that was the first time. It was like popping the cherry. So we were excited yeah. about, about what we were doing at SEMA. Yeah. If but this year, it's just online. So It's just online. Looking forward to it. Yeah. We'll see. I'm, I, you know, I'm thinking I might be able to attend more things, right? 
because we were we were walking around a lot and looking at booths, but we weren't able to attend a lot of the workshops mm-hmm. and all that stuff mm-hmm. just because it's hard to schedule around that and walk, you know, four miles to get right. Something. <laughs> yes. So now you have a, hopefully you'll have access to all that, depending on, you know, what access we have. Mm-hmm. And we'll be able to see all these different types of things. But I'm very curious what they'll put together in a few months, you know. There have been some software companies I've worked with that threw some virtual things together. I didn't watch a single thing, but maybe because it's work related. Yeah. So this is actually in my interest in my wheelhouse. So we'll see. Okay. So, yeah, we'll see what comes up. We'll we'll keep you guys updated. But next headline. Uh, The iNext or the the BMW iNext concept enters production next year with up to 600 horsepower. So this is the alleged... um, successor to the gosh wh- what is it called the i is it a i no it's i3 i3 the i3 i was yeah. gonna call it ix3 um the shape is still very much a crossover utility vehicle like a toyota venza or um it, but is it like is it like the original i3 well the i the other i was gonna say the original i3 was very it was an it even it looked like a tic tac it was very weird. There wasn't. It was its own thing almost. Right. right. This looks like it's conforming more to a standard hatchback. Sh- yes. Uh, yeah. Or a low or a tall SUV or a short SUV. I should right. Say. It might be the perspective in which I'm looking at it here. Right. But. I mean, it's got the beaver teeth. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Which. Eh, but does does this as a BMW fan excite you in any way, shape, or form? No. No. Well. It it only excites me based on what I can assume from this, which is which is that you know they've already commented that the next M5 is going to be full electric, right? All right, so this you know the prospect that we're going to get up to 600 horsepower from BMW performance electric cars, that's cool. Yeah, I think that's an exciting proposition mm-hmm. for this car specifically. I'm just not a crossover guy. Yeah, me too. I think it's exciting for the technology, but I wouldn't drive this car. Me too. I understand business-wise, mm-hmm. right? Those, these are the cars that sell the most here. Mass consumer right? type. Exactly. Yeah, then now yes. they get one that's EV with the BMW tag on it. So I understand that completely, and I'm excited for the future of the technology. But, but not this car. Nah, <laughs> nah, not really. I mean, do, you, do we really need a 600-horsepower crossover? You know what I mean? We no, talked, we but talked, we've got those. We talked last week about, you know, the, the TRX mm-hmm. being too much, but still being excited about it. Right. This is too much, and I'm not excited about it. Yeah. Um, what other crossovers are there with 600 horsepower? Uh, You could call it, like, the Lamborghini Urus a crossover. That's a full SUV, isn't it? No? Th- is it an off-roader? What do you consider an SUV? A something sport. that's more like an off-roader or something that's a road? Well, so SUV is sport height. utility vehicle, right? Yes. So yeah. as long as it's big enough to provide utility, I guess a crossover is an SUV. It's like a smaller it's SUV. It's a smaller right. SUV, yeah, but not SUV. The tradition traditional size, I think, is missing. Right. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really excited about it. But, I mean, I think it's pretty cool for the tech. That, sure. That I'll admit, for sure. Yep. Yep. That I'll admit. Next headline. John. Next headline. Ford will not be outdone. And through a weird-ass LinkedIn profile, they have confirmed that the Ford Bronco is getting a Raptor trim. Yes. Um, Which I think is pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... Them marketers, man. Them, they really know how to get yeah, us. Yeah, dude. Like, the fact that... I mean... 
a, a Raptor Bronco, it's kind of almost like the um, the Raptor. Uh, what is their smaller pickup? Ranger Ford Ranger Raptor. Mm-hmm. That would have been like that would have been something that would have seriously considered when I was shopping my truck. Okay, but we didn't get one, mm-hmm. right? So with the Bronco Raptor, it's sort of taking on taking that uh taking that uh that that spot here. Mm-hmm. It's like a all right, there we we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taking that spot. So I'm like, man, this is now we're talking about. Oh, shoot, I'm hearing it again. I might need. Hold on. Okay, we're good. Who are we talking about? <laughs> the, f- <laughs> the f- Ford Bronco Raptor. So it's sort of taking the spot of the missing Ranger Raptor. I think for me. And with already being excited about the new Bronco and what it can offer, I'm like, man, this is uh, quickly following it up with performance. Yeah. There might be a Shelby Bronco too at that. Oh, really? Who knows? I'm that was total oh, like I made this shit okay, up. Okay, yeah, yeah. They've but, got a Shelby Shelby F150. Yeah, that's true. They could do that too. Yeah. So they've got some options. So man, they're they're coming at it from from everywhere. They are. I mean, not that this attacks the TRX. It's a different segment, but. Mm-hmm. But I think they're they're really they're missing the small car market, but they're taking every single layer of the uh, SUV market, I guess, or big car market. All the American shit. Yeah, dude. Dude, All that stuff, man. (laughs) But let's get into our next headline. All right. The Acura TLX has announced its pricing. Okay, Starting at 38K with a Type S at just over 50K. Damn. Um, the slower trim base model is 270 horsepower, 2.0 liters. So we know it's an Accord engine, right? Probably the same one in the type R, but detuned. And then, oh, actually the, where's the type S pricing or horsepower type S horsepower, 355 horsepower. Uh, obviously still an automatic with all wheel drive. Does that still appeal to you after seeing the concept and now seeing the pricing and the power? No. No. Um, you know, at that power level, 50,000? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I like still M2 ter- used M2 yeah, territory. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, like yeah, that's yeah. there's so much with more prestige at that price point with more prestige, more performance. Yeah. yeah. Um the car is very similar to what we saw as a quote unquote concept. Yes. So I think I still think it's a great car mm-hmm. if I'm in the market for you know this might be a car that maybe the wifey could want. Sure. Um does she want luxury? Does she, she wants luxury and she wants more power. Okay. So like a type S would be more than enough, you know, for her uh, and the utility of this car is enough to where, you know, she could enjoy it. And she's, she's used to driving bigger cars, with right? The Challenger. Right? Yes. So I could see that. But for me, I don't, I don't ever think I will need this car. Mm-hmm. So really the only reason I would buy this car is as, as an enthusiast. And Which as an it enthusiast, fill that it just doesn't fill it at all. Yeah, yeah. I think it's great, though. If I if I was if I was in the market for a sedan, a family sedan, mm-hmm. yeah, one hundred percent. That's what I'd probably go with. But I don't think I'd do the Type S. But it, let's say you it was in the used market, a couple years old, three to five years. 
it still doesn't really appeal to me personally. No, no, no. Because it's not. Well, who knows? Maybe it's got. Maybe it's got some. Maybe the engineers designed it to be a little more performance oriented. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe that's the case. So it's it's got a little more power, but if the Type S is at 355 horses, which is a lot, yeah, it's but it good. is, but it isn't a lot by performance car, sports car standards, right. Anymore, right? right? It's sort of kind of base, um, unless you've got a smaller car or a much lighter car, right? I think it's great though. I think it's nice. I think it's cool that it looks ex- almost exactly like the like the concept did. Yes, um, there's some differences that we knew with like lighting and the shape of certain things Mm -hmm. but i think it looks great i think acura did really well with this i think with the market that this actually appeals to it's gonna do really well so Uh, what that's what like 40s looking for more luxury than sport yeah but a little bit of fun yeah demographic i mean because they start at what 40k Uh, 38 yeah see that's not too bad you're talking like what Avalon, uh, like pr- a little bit under that. For uh, this would still be well. This would be a Lexus fighter, right? In maybe the IS trim com- competition because okay. IS three hundred is also a two liter. Oh, uh, okay. Or IS two fifty is a two. liter. But it's nice. I think. I think, I think it's. A, I think it's worth taking a look at if you're looking for a new car. Mm. Like if you were to if you were to ask me if I wanted a Stinger versus this car. You take this? I'm taking this car. Agreed. Yeah, I'm yeah. taking this car for sure. Lexus IS versus this car. Lexus IS versus this car? Yeah. This car. This car. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. I'm not a big fan of the IS, but... Right. right or on. just Lexus model. I just saw an LC500 Yeah. Um, recently coming to your house. I think it was last week. Okay. I forgot to mention it. And I just don't understand it. It's just yeah. not... It's the same size as a Supra. Yeah, I don't know the the power or uh, engine in that thing, but yeah. my my dentist who owned a Ferrari has one now. Yeah, and he's telling me it's just purely luxury, really, in his mind. The way he he oh he doesn't it. think it's a performance. I mean, it is a performance. It's probably got four hundred plus horsepower. I don't know for sure. It says three fifty four to four seventy one. I'm guessing this wasn't is in four seventy one. I don't know what the three fifty four is. Oh, maybe. Maybe there's different LC trims. Maybe. Luxury coupe. But he doesn't speak highly of it as a performance car enthusiast guy. Okay. He owned a, you know, Porsches and Ferrari. Yeah. He's a go-kart racer on the weekends. Oh, okay. So he's legit. It's not just some bullshit rich guy. Yeah. So, well, he's a rich guy, period. But yeah, yeah. he's um, a dentist. He is a dentist. <laughs> he's had an R32 in Hong Kong and a, a Subaru STI 22B, which is like the homologation STI from the mid 90s. So he knows his cars. I know. Yes. We need to become dentists <laughs> <laughs> or something. I don't yeah, know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And get rich that way, man. Yep. Oh, man. But all right. So that takes us into the S2K and E36 updates. And I want to start with the S2K because I'm curious as hell what you mean by some of the stuff you posted on our Trello board. So in planning for the show uh, during this week, uh, a former S2K owner reached out to me Mm -hmm. and offered to sell me an intake 
for the S2000. Okay. He got rid of his car already so I can lowball the fuck out of him. Okay. It's been posted for over a month and a half okay. on a, a popular IG account, and okay. it, he n- never got sold. Interesting. So the brand new, this thing sells for $400. Damn. I know, for an intake, right? What the f- is it? What is is it? It's cold air goes it's, all the way to the bottom. No, well, it's tech, short ram. Uh, it's short ram right into the front. Cause oh the, yeah, because there's a big spot yes, there where it yes, sits. exactly. Yeah. So the S2000 is known to have a highly, highly efficient uh, air box. Okay. So there isn't a lot of room for improvement. Okay. And that's it's more what, sound than a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. Which I, you know, I love. So yeah, and but you know, so and. Being older, I like sound too, but I also don't care for it if I have to pay too much for it. Right. And that goes for anything you buy. Yeah, exactly. I overthink (laughs) everything I buy. Yeah, yeah. And so this one, it does have some proven gains, and that's why I put 8 horsepower because it's only an um, 8 horsepower gain. Yeah. A little bit of sound gain, I'm sure. Uh, Brand new, $400. He's asking three. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I was going to ask, and that's Dude, exactly what I thought, too. No way, man. Well, I was going to l- – not lowball. I was going to say two. I'll pick it up tonight. What? How? What's the condition? Is it like pristine? Brand spanking new, 1K miles used. Okay, so it wasn't used that much. Yeah. Ah, shit, man. What brand is it? It's called Takeda, which is maybe a well-known name, but – Takeda, like, like the – like the no, that's the kata. Right, I that's thought maybe you were pronouncing no, it differently. No, no, no. Oh, Takeda. Yeah, T A K. I don't know it. I don't know the S T S two K world. It that might well. be a J D M brand only. Yeah. So yeah, is it horsepower worth even two hundred? I was gonna talk call him out at two hundred. So at two, okay, so two hundred is where I was at. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm learning, <laughs> learning from the that, pro. That's where I was expecting you to tell me. And I, and I was expecting to pay one seventy five. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Um, just because it's it's a used it's used right. Like even nobody if it wants was, it. Not, nobody wants it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A month and a half. Nobody wants it. It's not one of you know. It, it may be a super reputable reputable brand. Yeah. But maybe it sounds a little more boutique. So it's gonna have a less of a less of a market. It doesn't mean that it's not quality. It just uh, means that it's a smaller right. market because it's yes. a smaller shop or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but three hundred is a little outrageous to me. I think he's probably basing it on the brand new price, which I don't pay. No, that's not how yeah, I work. No. I, I work based on demand. Yeah, it's sort of like you. I mean, I would just ask him straight up. It's like, hey man, like if you had a choice between buying this one at three hundred uh-huh. and buying one at four hundred. What would you do? I probably wouldn't let him answer because I know what he's going to answer in terms of the negotiation. Yes. But that will get him thinking. It's like, okay, like, yeah, it's not a hundred bucks is a lot of money. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's what you look at online, you know, in terms of the market. I'm sorry, dude, you're not going to get $300 back on that intake. Yeah. If it's like, you know, some super high tech something or like uh, or some specialty brand, some, it's the like, supreme or even just like of AM intakes. or like right. one of those right, brands right, right. that everybody recognizes. Yeah. Maybe. Right. But, you know, every intake I've ever sold um, and I've sold three. Mm-hmm. No, I've sold four. Okay. Um, and every time I've lost at least 50 percent and the mark, the market dictated that. 
Yes. Uh, you know, I priced it a little high because I didn't know. So I was I priced a little high. It was an E36 intake back in the day. Um, intakes, two intakes for the Rio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another intake for the 335. So Rio aside, the other two, were they like boutique brands? No, engine. Okay, uh, that's a common brand. Yeah, that's a common brand. That was It was engine. It was K&N. Okay. And it was uh, AFE for okay. the for the three thirty five. AFE is what owns Takeda. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. That must okay. be their JDM. Yeah, their segment. JDM line. Yeah. Okay. okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, which they're based out of, you know, Corona. I think. Are they? Yeah, yeah. AFE is based okay. out of Corona. Okay. So that totally lowers the value for me even yeah, more. <laughs> yeah. Like knowing where it comes from. But that's the truth because yeah. a Japanese brand with like two horsepower gain, a Mugen or whatever, yeah. or a spoon. That one will fetch like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Just because you got some that I understand some Gucci under the hood. Yeah. Basically. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly. There's a demand for that particular product. Just for the brand name. Yeah. Just for the brand. Yeah. Just like there's a BMW tax. There's a tax on. There's a Supreme tax. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. But for Takeda, not so much. Yes. And you're not gonna get eight horsepower. Yeah, maybe, says, maybe not. It, it says that you will. I assume all intakes give me nothing but right. sound. Right. Right. So right. are you willing to pay 200 bucks for, for sound? sound? No. I am. You are. I think it's worth it at $200 for sound. But now, while we're here, okay, um, I'm going to look up an engine intake. For what, the S? For the S. What year is that one? 06. 2006. Look up K&N intake, actually. That's the most popular. That's um, the most popular one for. A K&N one, yes. As far as the after, S2K. Yeah, as far as an aftermarket intake. The K&N FIPK. Those are brand new around three something, I think. So use those. Go three, for- three, 327. There you go. And so use uh, that'll the be like engine one three oh seven. Okay. So like n- on top of his intake, um, you know, being overpriced on the used market, it's actually being beat out by new parts from other companies, mm-hmm. and that also plays into the pricing. Yes. So yeah, I think at two hundred dollars, you're great. You're golden. I think you're that's you're saving a ton of money. You're you're getting what what you want in terms of the bargain and he's getting what he wants which is offloading offloading because what is he going to do with it he got rid of the car yes exactly you know so yeah but three hundred dollars well yeah i was never going to pay 300 you know, unless his intention was to negotiate from 300 down to 200 he posted on that other ig at 350 and that's probably why he got no bites that makes sense yeah, yeah this guy's a little you can tell by how he's priced this that he's, yeah he's um I don't know what the word is, but it's uh, I don't know. I guess maybe he just hasn't sold a lot of parts. That's what it is. He's younger. Yeah. He's in his 20s. Yeah. So he's not he's going to be a weak negotiation. Yeah. You know, so I almost want to do it in person. You should. You should. But he's a millennial, so he won't want to like I'll have him by the balls if I do it in person. Well, but I don't know why. Why you wouldn't negotiate in person? Because he's what, a millennial, he to, so he wants to ship it to you. No, no, he's in. He's out by you. He lives out by you. So I could see him this weekend. I almost. It was never even on my list. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, that's that's kind of how your method of shopping works, though. You yeah, know, right. Yeah. Like, because things just pop up. 
Yeah. And then that's how you decide to buy it. But this was really never on my list. But it's, it's kind of one of those things that it's just kind of like, I feel like an intake is, is, is like a why not mod. You know what I mean? Think like, so? Especially on this car, how high revving it is. You'll love that sound from like 5,000 to whatever, 8,000. And that's that where the gains are. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm in every car I've ever owned, mm -hmm. I've had an intake for that reason. It's I, been a while for me, actually. Yeah. It's been four cars for me since I've had an intake. And so and what is your apprehension other than the money? Um, It's nothing really. Just uh, every the other mods get in the way first, and then I just never get to the intake because it's such a simple, you know, it's that easy yeah, one to do. Yeah, it is, it is kind of a, a later down mean? the line mod for me, right. too. And then I got rid of the car before I even did it. But like I said, your, your modding philosophy with the used part market is an opportunistic one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I like so, that. <laughs> so I think, uh, I think this is your opportunity yeah, maybe. to get in something cheap. Now I I don't know, I don't know how big the market is for for these parts. I don't know if you've looked at other you know Craigslist and offer up to see if there's other brands of stuff being sold cheaper. Um, I, I might start there. I see it on Facebook groups. And yeah. Eh. Yeah. You know, not too much activity. I mean, I think this might be. I mean, I just I don't know. I, Offer them, you know, one fifty now, and then wait for it to sit another month, and then have them just call <laughs> you up and say, "Hey, just take it." Right, right, I don't right. Have, I'm not gonna do anything. I with might it. do the face to face. I think face to face. I don't, just don't see why not. I think mm -hmm. I think just just tell them like, "Hey, I want to take a look at it." You know, I want to see. Because you know, I already did that with deal. an exhaust, and I didn't pull the trigger because he was doing the same thing, highballing, and I was like, I didn't really care for the exhaust he had. Right. Which and is nice, same, too. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with this. It's like, I'm not really... Which is actually a good position to be in yeah. from a negotiating perspective. You're not really after a Takeda intake or an intake at all, apparently. Period, yeah. I was yeah. really... I'm happy with the OEM one. Yeah, I mean, is. I think it looks nice in mm -hmm. the engine bay. Um, it does. That's true. Because it's like got its own like spot yeah. on the S2000. Right, where right, it's right. Just, it's by itself there. Yeah, yeah. Like That's a museum true. piece. Yes. But you're right. I mean, I, I don't... I don't... I, I, I would at 200, like I said. Mm -hmm. um, mm. That is a fair price, I think. I would have, I would have tried for less. Like I said, I really expected him to price that at 200. But but that's having the experience of knowing how to sell quickly is probably would have what would have caused him to list it for 200. Mm. Um, but then also when you're a little younger, you have less money. You want to get more back. He doesn't show himself as having less money. Uh, those are usually the people that don't have. <laughs> That's very, very, you know, very, like, very, yeah, very, very true. Yeah, it's yes. those type of people that tend to flex the hardest. Yes. So yes. who knows? <laughs> but that can work That's against true. them too. You know That's what I mean? Also you, very can, true. you can say like, dude, you got it. What do you What do you need to shake me down for? You right. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just take the two. But I show up in my flip flops <laughs> yeah. and I look broke. Yeah, in a minivan. Exactly, you know? dude. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I don't. Yes. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I, I think you should. You should give it a shot. The saga will continue. The saga will continue. Mm -hmm. On to E36. I'm here to wear you out about coilovers once a fucking again. <laughs> okay. Dude, I made another mistake. What's that? So I I got tired of waiting for email responses, and I gave everyone the benefit of the doubt. Okay. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to suck it up and call. So oh. I started calling 
different companies and asking for recommendations. And I won't talk. I'm not going to talk ill about anybody. I don't think I had a really bad experience anywhere. It's just I had experiences in certain places that led me to believe that I wasn't in good hands. Well, their customer service is always some shitty person. Yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's changing. It's evolving now. Sh- maybe, but... I know back in the day, it was rough. I you mean, know? I still think it'd be rough, especially for a boutique aftermarket shop. You would think so for, like, the smaller shops, for sure. Right. If you're not, But buying- I did have oh. some, like, BC Racing type of outfits that I was calling, too. Oh, okay. You know, like Le- bigger, that level. Yeah, bigger, that le- where it's wider variety wider of variety. vehicle. I went... I went, I went yeah, like huge variety of vehicle, big established company, and then I also went the boutique side. Like the only German, only BMW, only brand. German, or only one specific trend or chassis of okay. German, or okay. you know. Okay. And um, I was definitely unimpressed for the most part um, with a lot of the bigger. Uh, it it just did. It felt like it was definitely a one size fits all type of situation. Where they couldn't really give you a recommendation for your specific car, and I don't blame them. You're right. Yeah, it's a yeah. bigger company. They're it's they're it's a, they're scaling to a different size. Yes. Of a, a market. Yeah. Whereas with the you know kind of smaller boutique, and they had more suggestions catered specifically to you know what I wanted. Okay. And as I told you, I was looking into ground control mm-hmm. as sort of the option that I was pretty much ninety nine percent of the way there. Yeah. And after these phone calls, I've moved into the TC Klein camp. Okay. So I call him and I call the guy and off the bat, he's a little rude. Okay. I'm not sure if like, you know, if he's just sick of getting stupid calls or whatever. Maybe. So I give him a call and I'm like, hey man, you know, I have a 98 M3 that I'm trying to turn into a track car and I want recommendations for suspension. He heard 98 first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, <laughs> dude. And so then, and so then he's like, so I, I need suggestions for right, and it's the same spiel that I give everybody. Yes, and uh, it at the uh, previously mentioned ground control, mm-hmm. they told me that they recommend that I stick with single adjustables. Okay, because double adjustables are too complicated. So for me to start off, I should stay with single adjustables. So that phone call actually left me a little more comfortable because anytime that they are looking for your, you know, looking out for your pocket, it feels good. Oh, yeah. They're not you trying know? to upsell you. Just right. They're not to trying to upsell me just to upsell mm-hmm. me. Um, but then I called, you know, TC Klein and I'm on the phone with the guy and I'm having this conversation. Give him the same spiel. And I think he misunderstood me and he thought that I had already bought the suspension. And he says he says we send every suspension with a uh, with a uh, uh, with the literature that describes what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that. I'm like, no, no, no. I, I haven't bought it yet. I'm just looking for recommendations and looking to shop. And he's like, no, it's it's in that paper. It's, he's like, it's in that paper. It's all there. All that's all you need to follow. Just follow that, and you're fine. So he didn't listen. And I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah. really? This is. And so then I try again. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I thought he had already bought it. I think he thought I was a used part guy that was trying to figure out what to do with this. Oh, okay, uh, okay. But, but, uh, but then after he realizes what I'm actually trying to do, he's like, I'm like, 
I'm like, yeah, do you have recommendations? Should I go single? Should I go double adjustable? Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, you know what? Like, I'm going to tell you right now, like if you're building a track car and you want a suspension that you're not going to worry about for a while, go double adjustable. And he's like, I know it's a little intimidating. It's a little complicated, but I, I give you the sheet to set up all your base figures. Oh. And, and then it's very easy to research what to change to understand the driving dynamics. Eventually, he's like, it, it'll be second nature to you. And you'll be know you'll be able to know what to change. He's like, if there is a bit of a learning curve, but you'll be much better off. He's like, the single adjustables, they're not going to offer you the performance that uh, that you're looking for after a certain time, right? He's really he's like, really, they're meant for the street, and they don't have as big of a spectrum, wide of a spectrum to go through to accomplish even just street driving and track driving like a double adjustable would. Oh. Okay. And so then he starts talking to me about the springs. Right. So, uh-huh. so, you know, I explained my philosophy about hard. having a uh, you like hard. it hard. I like it soft. <laughs> oh, okay. Right? okay I like okay. it. Soft. Oh, you a like the body co- roll. Yeah, a little more body roll to mm-hmm. kind of feel that. And he echoed the same philosophy. He's like, yeah, he's like, we recommend 400 to 500 spring rates. He's like at most 500, 600, meaning 500 in the front, 600 in the back. Sure. He's like, and then so then I asked him, I was like, so, you know, there are people that recommend much higher spring rates. I was recommended much higher spring rates on calls with other companies. Why do you think that is? He's like, well, that is really just because people don't know what the hell they're doing. Okay. He's like, people think that they can throw springs and then that's going to magically change the handling on the car. He's like, but if it's too stiff and your tires not sticky enough, you're going to be sliding around. So like just these little things he's saying, right. It's like, okay, this guy really knows what he's talking about. Yes. And so then, so then I'm like, fuck man, I'm, I'm really leaning towards this kit, even though this kit is five hundred dollars more sounds worth it than the equivalent kit for ground control okay right but but now i'm thinking like damn there's a ton of experience here this guy was more than willing to help me once he understood what i was talking about yeah so then i'm like all right cool then i'll I'll see you know what decision i make and then he tells me he's like oh he's like the only thing is that the double adjustables aren't available until the end of september because of the COVID situation <laughs> okay right? yeah he's like, so i won't be able to get that to you until then he's like i'm like okay well thanks for the heads up so i'm about to hang up and i'm like oh oh sorry uh just in case i call back again you know what's your name and he's like oh i'm tc yeah i'm like what <laughs> i'm like yeah no i'm tc i'm, T- I'm tc klein I- i'm the owner of the company i'm like what the hell are you doing answering phone calls he's uh-huh. like i answer every phone call He's like, that's that's he's like it. I put my reputation behind my coilovers, basically. Wow. And this guy's been driving for 30 fucking years. man. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. so I'm like, I'm like, OK, well, then if this dude is, is the one like coaching me through yes. his tools. Yeah, that is more than what I need in terms, you know, f- to, to, yeah. to willingly wow. invest into his suspension. Yeah. Oh I would be, so, I'm so, I'm so I know. <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah. So yes. I'm, so now like, I'm really just struggling with sort of my schedule being changed. Right. Oh, end I'm of ver- September. I'm very much a, I, I, I can't, I compartmentalize my projects mm-hmm. and I'm very much a, I need to finish A before I move into B. Oh, okay. Because the transmission was next, right? The transmission was next, but I wanted to be done with everything in front of the transmission before I moved back. Oh. So now I'm going to have to modify my plans to where I'm I'm not – I'm going to do all suspension last. Yes. So I need to – I'm going to just put the engine back on the subframe because I haven't done that because ECS fucked up my order. 
Okay. And didn't send the right uh, nuts. Of course. So I have to wait for that. Yeah. But once that's done, I'll just put the engine down and then start working on the transmission, make my way back. Then once all that's done, put the suspension back on. Mm. So that should be around the end of September. Okay. When I would need that. But despite the fact that, yeah, like this, this, this very experienced owner of the company is, is ready to support, you know, this particular product product I'm buying. It is still a shitload of money. 25, you said 32, 32, $3,200, a shit ton of money. I won't need anything else. It's, I won't, it's not like I'm buying cause with ground control, I would have bought the single and then had to get rid of it and then buy the double and I would have spent more. For the equivalent type of suspension with double adjustable do goodies, right? Mm -hmm. On the, like, really the only above that is you're talking about like KW Club Sports, which are 4,000. Okay. Bilstein Club Sports, which are 4,000. MCS Moton, which now you're thinking about 5,000, 6,000, 8,000, $10,000. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, okay. I'm, Those are I'm, real race car driver level. Oh, for level, sure. Yeah, um, which, which is also, so that, that brings up another topic in that these t- the TC Klein suspension is a race car suspension. It's what this guy uses in his own race cars mm. and sets unbelievable times in them. So then I'm also like, okay, am I really, really just overshooting it? by doing this uh, and would i just be fine right now for the like the next five six years with some bcs you know and I, these will last longer oh, maybe longer sure. than the car yeah probably <laughs> probably right? or maybe not because they are the coney race dampers that they're using them and whenever i hear race i always hear high performance but finicky parts. Oh, okay. Right? I mean, that's just tends to be the model. So he uses uh, Coney shocks in he his He uses Coney shocks. Yeah, he has custom valved for okay. him uh, okay. Coney shocks. And uh, and then, yeah, then everything else is is done uh, in-house. I mean, money, It's I'm not going to say it's not an object for you, but you're not concerned about spending three grand. I obviously Ooh. am. Well, for the... And by that I mean you're not like it's like it's not a life or death decision. It's not life dollar or, amount. Yeah, it's not it's life not or death eat, right now. Eat or yeah, or definitely not. Coilovers. That wouldn't even be a question if it was if it was eat or coilovers. Like eh. I've been I've been saving up for this right and like working my budget yeah also. But this like really it takes a, me yeah this takes me through most of my budget at this point ah and even including all the stuff that I've sold. I'll have to sell a ton of stuff to re up. Uh, really, everything I've sold pays for the suspension. Yes, that's how I can think about it. That's crazy. But with the suspension, I have about twenty five hundred left in my budget. Okay, and with that, this suspension, with buying the suspension. Okay, which the twenty five hundred is not enough for cage seats, uh, the rear suspension stuff that I still need to buy, bushings, control arms. Wow. Wheel bearings. Wow. Um, so, I mean, I might be able to get away with it, but that's why I'm having such a hard time. Because if I were to buy an ISC coilover, for example, that's a thousand bucks. That puts two thousand dollars in my budget. But like you said, it's it's almost like the I forget what the name of the economist is that that this how he described poverty with the boots. OK, right that 
it's easier to stay rich, right? Than when to you're get, rich, than to get out of poverty because a guy barely making by is gonna buy a cheap set of boots. Yeah, that are gonna rip after two months. Yeah, the yeah. rich guy is gonna spend double that. Yeah, but he's gonna pay for a pair of boots that last a lifetime. Yes, right. right. So right, 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 right. So that's kind of the situation where I'm at too. It's like okay, right now I'm gonna pay a thousand dollars for suspension, but what if I end up paying the same amount of money through those six years? And it's just you, you're. I'm never gonna know. Yeah, it'll, right? there's it never just comes a way down to, know to what for I want to sure. do. And so, and then I've been doing a lot of research on the cheaper suspensions too. And but there's, you know, it's all anecdotal. Yeah, it's all, it really is. You know, it's all like you know, people that every statistic is really at the end. Yeah, of it. exactly. Every single one. Yeah. But it's it's like, I can't. It's hard to not trust the opinion of someone who's driven for thirty years. That's exactly right? right. And you know, and the people on the forum, I mean, one guy does track his car frequently. Yeah. And he uses it, but he's described and he does a good job of describing the ISC suspension that it's like he would never ever daily it. Right? He would never drive it on the street. Like it's specifically for the track. Okay. And um I'm j- it's just that sounds too rough to me. Almost like like it's not compliant enough just to drive mm. for my style right the way i like to do things right yeah and it could be wrong that the way the way that i'm doing it could be wrong but that's fine like i'll learn on the way do these tc clients have the ability to be super soft and luxury-esque yeah i mean not not you're not talking, right right yeah, right but like close to close to oem you mm. know because you have full rebound and uh compression adjustment yeah it's kind of like and it's twin tubes so, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's got the ex- like the one that's off. No, no, no. That's the external reservoir. Oh, okay. no, yeah, no. Yeah, Twin tube one. shocks where it's like. Because, you know, like all like BC type coilovers, they use the monotube. Yeah, which you mentioned to me. Yeah, and then, so it's week. a rougher ride, whereas okay. a twin tube is actually a more comfortable damper. Okay. So I, I, it all signs, like if money wasn't an object, all signs point to the TC, TC client suspension. Like, And in your case, money's not an object. So. It, I mean, it's, 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 that's the thing. Like, it's not. Three grand is, I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of, I mean, it, dude, it's, so I was looking at cars. It's a Civic. You know That's what I mean? very true. Like that is a tr- very like th- true. It's a, yeah. I could buy a whole other car. And, yeah, yeah. But also like You're, I could yeah. get back a lot of that money if I decided to sell them. That's also it's true. Very, like the reputation for that suspension is super high. I'm thinking of, I'm trying to think of, a. am thinking through analogies for you. Yeah. It's kind of like. Basically, I say just go for it. Yeah, I Fuck think it. so too. Because it's, my two analogies were: Would you go to space with an Omega or <laughs> yeah. a Timex? Yeah. Would yeah. you go up into outer space with which watch would you choose? The one yeah. that's been there and done it. But then there's also: Do I have the skills to go to outer space? Well, assuming you do, yeah. that's kind of like saying: Do you have the skills to get on the racetrack? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're learning it. Uh, yeah, and yeah. It's a it's guess, a gradual progression. I, guess, I just don't like I. I'm always fearful of over preparing my car because i don't want the car to mask deficiencies in my driving okay that's interesting that's a that's a fair perspective but i think i can i can configure the car in a way that does give me the sort of stock ish performance yeah and then i can fine tune from there which you told me i that's what i was asking you yeah but at the same time it's like okay if i don't need that yet (laughs) Why spend three grand? But I guess you're right. Like, man, I, I'm I really 
it's it's gonna depend on how big my bonus next quarter is. That and you, well, I echoing last week also. You want you wifey this car, or it was two weeks ago maybe. Yeah, you wifey this car. Yeah, so you might as well throw the best at her. Yeah, I think I, I mean that's what I've done up to this point. Right, but I just the best hasn't cost this much money. If it was the E ninety two, I would go with the cheaper option. I would advise you on the cheaper option. Yeah, it's so backwards because I would do that too. <laughs> it's so yeah. backwards, right? Because yeah, like your daily, you would think, but. But yeah, you, and you know you're not gonna really, you know, punt, you know, stress your E92 as much. Yeah, as yeah. This car, that's but, true. Yeah, actually, yeah. In that case, it wouldn't matter. Right, right. But those two things combined would tell me that um, wifing this and really gonna beat it up. Regardless, you're gonna try to beat it up as hard as you can. Yeah. And you want to leave as much room as you can for yourself to improve. Yeah, and the best value is that TC Klein for sure. Is the it way is. I see it. It is. I think you're right. Yeah. So you buy only from him directly. He doesn't have any like. You can't buy from a shop that sells his coilovers. Oh, you they're like ECS Tuning sells it online. Yeah, those, there's there's a couple. Those are all like German brand store shops, right? Oh so, yeah, yeah. For so sure. I don't know any of those brands. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They're, but but they're they're sold elsewhere. Okay, so but, he's yeah. got enough m- production that he sells elsewhere. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. I mean, he's he's, he's I mean, everybody loves that suspension. Everybody raves about that suspension. Yeah. But like, it's just. The, the You're basically asking, is it overkill? Yeah, but Probably. also the experience I got with yeah. the phone call also was like, okay, this is legit. It probably is overkill, but at least you have room to grow and you intend to grow with the car. Yeah, uh, so yeah. that's why I I would just and go for it's it. like it's I won't ever need anything else again. Exactly. You know, you'll never go up to the five or six grand. No, that, no, that's outrageous. Yeah, no way, no yes, way, yeah. no way. It's yeah, like this I mean, really if this the- guy is putting down, I mean, obviously he's got skills. But if this guy is putting down crazy times that people are still chasing on the on this suspension, yes, I'll be fine for the next few decades. Yes, yes, so, absolutely. So yeah, that's sort of where I'm leaning. So that's why the plan has changed. Okay, right with the, how I'm going to work on the car because for the past two weeks, I mean I've I've cleaned some parts that I but nothing, from the, but but nothing well, really. Heat wave. I, I haven't. There was a heat wave. That's that was the excuse. Now things are starting to calm down. Mm-hmm. So I want to start working again, um, and def- and definitely at least just remove that fucking susp- uh, the transmission. Mm. That's just starting to weigh heavy on me. It's starting to get to a point where I'm like, ah, damn, do I really want to do this? Yes. You know? Yeah. 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 Because I mean, it's not super big job, but it's just one of those things that's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. But that's where we're at. Okay. So Exciting. let's move into our next topic, the draw report, Randy. So the draw report this week is for uh the 90s car edition okay. the car part edition and just to reiterate for our um listeners the draw report is derby renter own very much like the mary fuck kill for like mostly women howard stern kind of made it popular but right. in the car world i call it derby rent or own would you d- destruction derby a car rent it or own it right so in this case i called out 90s car parts Car oh, features. Okay. And it what spurned it was I was going through my um Hot Import Nights photos from two thousand three the other day. Okay. And that's what inspired this. Okay. And last week we had talked about how at one point in my life I admitted to wanting uh Alteza taillights on any car I owned. Right. Unfortunately they didn't make them for Celicas. Yeah. Or um, fortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yes, yeah. actually very true. Very, yeah. very true. Um so in this week's Draw Report Edition. Okay. I ask you, 
on your E92, let's say you had three. Okay. You had to derby rent or own a car with APC Altesa taillights. Okay. Underglow <laughs> lights that are on all the time. Oh, man. Or Lambo doors. Fuck, <laughs> dude. Lambo doors are that the scissor is, doors. Oh, my God, yes. dude. That It's so uh, funny that you mentioned that because yeah. I, I just saw a video online of a guy roasting one of his buddies who had Lambo, Lambo doors. doors on his Accord. The, <laughs> oh, the old, the old like early nineties boxy Accords. Okay. Okay. You know? And I'm just like, fuck it. Yeah. Well, I, the, all these three things were huge. <laughs> they that, were like all three. They're the baggy jeans of the car industry. Yeah. Oh my God. No, right? they're the Jenko jeans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, car yeah. industry. Cause they're dead now. Yes. Yeah. These but fans damn, dead. if I had to, Rent. Derby rent and <laughs> oh my god! It's almost like I gave you man. three uglies. Ah, really? Dude. Basically, I did. Ooh, okay. Damn, <laughs> it sucks, right? <laughs> that is really bad because because <laughs> you'll so be I wanna, seen I by say, everybody. Yeah, for all I want to say own Lambo doors, uh-huh. but I don't know that I'd ever drive my car again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, three E ninety twos. But Lambo doors, you still see. Yes. Um, Underglow on twenty four seven. Okay, so that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's why Underglow I added that. My, yeah, I added that stipulation because uh, it's off there, and you. But you, yes, you can hardly see it during the daytime. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right? So I wouldn't really, I wouldn't I, really only have to worry about it at night. Yes, and low key, it's not that bad. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it might almost like, be borderline it, like oh nostalgic. It is a bit yeah, like it is right? a bit tacky. Yes. But at the same time, like it's not a ah, shit, it is bad, but it's not it's not super over the top. Okay. Um so I think I might own underglow. Okay. I okay. might own That's underglow. Good logic. Good logic. Definitely renting Lambo doors. Renting Lambo doors. Renting Lambo doors. Ah, because, yeah, I don't think I could do that for, you know, like it's not my style. Mm -hmm. I've been in a car that has Lambo doors in a non Lambo. (laughs) Yeah. And I almost broke one because like because they they barely open a little bit and then they go up. Right. And I didn't know or like I knew because I got in the car. But. You're not used to it in your head, mm-hmm. so you tend to just swing the door open. So right. it, it opened like it's five inches before going up, and it was like, Bang. oh, I was like, oh shit! And the the driver through. was even freaking out, like, oh no, you just pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, it's a Lambo door. Oh, so you're trying to push it harder to get it to pop? No, out? no, I only pushed it once. Oh, you tapped but, it, but they freaked out after that one time, okay, obviously, okay, right? Okay. I would too, like, because I mean, they've probably experienced this before. True. Uh, with passengers. Right. Uh, On what just, car? Sorry, what car? It was a Veloster. So this is recent. This is recent. Very recent. Yeah, very recent. Um, and, uh, you know, it's cool. It's a show car thing. I, I think it's cool, but not my cup of not my cup of tea at all. Yeah. I don't know that I'd be able to deal with the, I don't know. Yeah, just, yeah, the reaching you up know, thing. Yeah, also not a Lambo fan. Yeah, but without a doubt, unequivocally, the ugliest mod. And I told you that even I wasn't into it when I was when it was in that age. Right. Um, The the Alteza taillights. Yes. No way. On the E92, especially. 
Fuck that. Shoot the car. <laughs> no way, dude. That that almost might be a worse violation than the the fake badging. Right. You know. <laughs> You know, actually, that's very, 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 oh my very God. true. So that's getting derbied. I'm, I'm hammering the lights out before even right. entering the derby. <laughs> right, right. No, I'm not taking that. So right. definitely owning Uglow, renting Lambo, getting the fucking rid of the Alteza lights. Destru- destruction oh, for the Alteza. I hated those things. Okay. I hated. Good those logic. Things. I'm sold on your logic. Yeah. Thousand <laughs> percent sold on your logic. Yeah. And I would categorize it as worse than the fake badging. I think so too. I would. Yeah. Cause it does. It just got so abused. Badging is just a letter. This is really a statement. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. It's almost. It's almost. Cause I saw it almost as badging. Um. A little. Uh, like when I mentioned peop- it. Yeah. When okay. people were putting it on different cars, mm-hmm. it's like, why are you trying to be an Alteza? Yes. You know, like right. that's how we, that's how I saw it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it just became kind of everyone had them. Yeah. And I just didn't never understood them. I would see, like Yukons. Yeah, yeah, with that style yeah. light. I'm like, what does an SUV do with those lights? I mean, it got out of control. Mm. So they sort of became the spinners of, of <laughs> lights, which is which another one. wells were kind of dope at the time. And yeah, I, dude. I'd still, I might drive a luxury car with uh, with spinners with with uh, Spreewell spinners, the one where the whole thing. Yeah, just it's kind of like buying Dayton's. I, I wonder think. if anyone, if I, if anyone owns them now. For like a early two thousands luxury car, I might do it just for the period correctness of it. Really? Yeah, I think I would. Just like I would do Dayton's like on a, a time capsule car. Yeah, on an Impala, I would do a sixty seven Impala. On oh, Dayton's. that Dayton's on. Oh, yeah, that that's just yeah, I mean, but that's, that's like yeah, dope classic. True. You know? I would almost say Spreewell's is just it's not the same level, but it's a nice it's throwback. Not, it's a nice throwback. I to feel the 2000s. like spinners were like. The soldier boy of wheels. <laughs> <laughs> or the nickelback of wheels. Or the nickelback of wheels, right? <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. this small window where they were really, really yeah. popular. Yeah. And yeah. then they were just hated. Yeah. Yeah. Since yeah. then. Yeah. So I don't know that they have the same appeal that Dayton's would, you know? Yeah, like, me, I don't know what it is about them, though. I think yeah. I'd be interesting. I'd definitely support it if you had it. For Spreewell, sure. Spreewell's, that yeah. high echelon. I wonder if they it. even make them anymore. Probably not. Him. They're probably worth money, like the ones that still are around. I, if I, they're still around, I don't know if they broke or like, I don't, because I don't even know how the technology. Me worked. neither. Me neither. Yeah. There's got to be some bearings in yeah. there or something. Which eventually you'll wear, right? Yeah, because you got to keep greasing that. Yeah, I remember something. seeing that all over the street, kind of like. I, well, I hell? never saw them growing you up. You never with, saw Not them. in real life. Oh, man. Here it was like. they. You saw them. I'm sure. Every, every SUV like Civics, man. <sighs> yeah, like it, it was everywhere. Mm. Yeah, you saw them all over the place here. Okay. Yeah, it, okay. Was, it was interesting. Yeah. It was funny. It see. is. It was. It was funny at the time when they're stopped and it's still going. Yeah, and it's still going. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that stupid shit. But you know, it, at the time it was cool. Like it was. It was the thing. And, and it was around that, that time a lot of the like rent to own stuff started okay. coming out. Okay. So everybody had those wheels. That's probably why. Yeah. And plus, yeah, you had a big uh, thing with that here, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, was never huge, an option huge. for me. Rent to own. Yeah. And yeah, so that kind of is what spoils it. When it's accessible to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's right? Kinda, it's kind of, it's so. It cheapened it. Yeah, it did. It did. It's funny how humans are that way. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Like the Gucci. Yeah. Un- like if, it, if it's not exclusive. 
yeah. is trash. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The American way. Yes, indeedy. <laughs> but let's move into our next to- next topic, talking about mods, standalone versus complementary mods, and this is sort of me sharing my own philosophy yes. and wa- me wanting to get your perspective on said philosophy. Also, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm in no way saying these are the rules of modding. What I'm saying is these are my rules of modding. And I put modding into two categories, standalone versus complementary mods, right? Standalone mods are modifications you can make to a car at any given time. If the car is bare stock, you make this one change, it fits. Yes. Complementary, on the other hand, they can't live alone. There are modifications that can't live alone. An example of a complementary mod would be an engine scoop. Right, mm, a hood scoop, you mean? Uh, or yeah, a hood scoop, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's put a hood scoop on a stock Civic, right? Yes. It just doesn't look right. Yes. You're gonna need to pair that with something else, right? Um, a another complimentary mod, a wing. Uh huh. You see a lot. I don't know. If, I don't know if you, growing up, saw a lot of this since there weren't a lot of Civics in Detroit, apparently. Mm-hmm. But here, there would be a ton of Civics where. The only thing done to the car is was a wing. Was APR wing? Yeah, not uh, even pedestal? APR. No. Oh, no. pedestal yeah, fake yeah, brand pedi- wing. Yeah, yeah. Either eBay or it definitely wasn't APC. APR. It was like an APC. Yeah, yeah. Something, right? But, okay. Um, but they'll put a wing. And this is even a, a double violation in my book because on a track car, you don't want to put a wing without accompanying arrow in the front. Mm-hmm. Right? But even just talking style wise yes you need something that complements that modification right Right. be it a front lip be it like lowering the car putting some rake to it i don't know right there's something that you need to do to the car for that to look good Mm -hmm. right so um another example that would be tow hooks right if you have like a tow hook on a stock car that looks weird um since a lot of people use them for style now and not necessarily for what they're being used for Mm -hmm. race stickers yeah that's definitely one wide bodies you cannot do a wide body as a standalone mod without wheels for sure at the very least exactly right you need the wheels to To be flush yeah or uh or the opposite really wide offset wheels or or spacers without flares that give you poke mm -hmm. right without the actual uh, a wide body on there. Yeah. These are all things I've seen done. Yes. Right. We've all seen people do the, the ton of poke on a car where it kind of looks like a mini monster truck almost. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a standalone mods, a front splitter, right? You can put a, a nice little front splitter on the car. It'll look good. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Wheels. Now I think wheels are a little debatable, a little bit. Because it's got to go with the drop. It's got to go with the drop. <laughs> you got it, right? Right. There are some wheels you can get away with, and most of the time it's some OEM variation. Yes. That you can get away yes. with. Yes. But then there's also the wheel that does need a complementary drop to it, or maybe even like you know a, a little bit more offset or w- something that pairs with it or or complementing it in one way in some way to make it look better mm. so wheels i think it's a debatable and then another debatable one too also is uh the exhaust so exhaust with so exhaust can be standalone yeah i think on the subtle side for me personally okay if it's a, a little bit ag- more aggressive fine right 
But if you got like a tin can loud ass exhaust on a otherwise stock car, that doesn't work. Okay. Like because that loudness, right? Kind of it's sort of it screams performance, even though it's not necessarily that. Yes. Right? So you expect to see balls behind yeah, behind the car, behind the bark. At least something, right? Yes. But when it's just a really, really loud car and it's stock, it just feels off. Yeah. For so sure. it's just not a good place to start. For yeah, sure. Yeah. For, for me. something obnoxiously loud. Yeah. Yes. All engine mods are standalone. Obviously, you can't see them, right? So an intake and mm-hmm. manifolds and all that stuff. I mean, that's fine. Like you know, it's it's all. It's the only way it's complementary if something is required. To be changed along that part for it to be functional, mm-hmm. but otherwise it's the same. Yep. But um, I that, I have always separated these two camps. Mm. Have you always? L- maybe you've never defined it this way, but have you looked at it that way as well, or were are you on board with the wing and on I a would, stock car? I would say I'm on board with the wing thing on, on a, a stock, stock car. car. That's terrible. Okay. Okay. I, I thought you meant on board, as in that's good. <laughs> no, I'm on board, and that's terrible. Uh, I've done. Wi- I actually did wing and front lip on my Celica, the 2001. At the same time? Uh, close to the same time. Which one did you do first? I don't remember actually, but they're val- they're uh, legit brands. I think you're pleading the fifth on doing the wing first. I don't have pictures. <laughs> it's it was the early 2000s. Oh man, we only had digital I wish cameras. I, had, I wish I had pictures on my first car. I too. only have one picture of that car in its final form before it was gone. Is it the one that you've sent me and where mm-hmm. you're on the freeway? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. no, 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 no. I, I, I have it, actually. I just saw it again with my Hunt Import Night photos. Oh, and I changed the color. you got to send that to me. I will. I will. Yeah. Um, so I will agree to that. I'll agree to the wheels with the drop also. Yeah. Because stay OEM until you're ready for both is the way I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the exhaust, I'm a more of a, a lean towards standalone. But to your point, I don't make. Sh- I make sure mine is not obnoxious. Yeah, unless it doesn't exceed the look of the car. Yeah, yeah, and like the, the prelude. Yes, yeah. stockish. It's very subtle. Is yeah. it louder? No, no. It's it's, it's even subtle. Like it, you can hear it. You can for sure. You can oh, hear okay. it. Yeah, okay. you can hear it. But it's okay. not. It's not screaming for attention. Yes, right? that's exactly where that card is. Yeah. So even with the S two thousand, I'm not looking for screaming because I know it's not in a three hundred horsepower range. Yeah. You know, so I know where I know its place. If it's a muscle car, maybe I'll have some throaty, crazy. Magna yeah. Flows yeah. Yeah. I think that definitely for muscle cars. I mean, but then you've got the engine that's sort exactly, of supporting ha- exactly. as a complementary mod. Right. A thousand percent. Correct. Yeah. Like yes. there's there, there are always compliments to some of these things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, window tint soft mod but that can stand alone yes you know yes um yeah lowering springs uh could stand alone uh, stand alone with stock start, wheels yeah they could stand alone yeah but w- we aftermarket wheels is opposite yeah right? aftermarket <laughs> that's, that's wheels funny. yeah i think we can define it as aftermarket wheels are yeah. complementary mods oem wheels are standalone yes yeah yeah that's yeah. funny so that this is how I see modifications. This is why I get into traps sometimes a of buying, ordering things in order, bulk. Overbuying? Yeah, and oh, overbuying. Okay. Because I don't want to do a wing with no lip. You don't want to ride you know? on it like that. No. Or or I'll just buy the yeah. Or I buy the the front splitter, and and wait on the wing that way. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Just so I don't you know 
violate any of my own rules mm-hmm. of modifications. <laughs> the standalone versus complimentary. Yeah, mods. no, that makes sense. I yeah. mean, a lot of my money has been spent bringing this to OEM spec that I want. Right. Like I just got a new windshield. Really? Yeah, that it was um, pitted to hell, dude. At dusk, when the sun would hit it, I couldn't see shit coming up a hill. Oh, what? So, how much was the windshield? Two hundred bucks. Wow, I'm surprised. Not OEM. Yeah, for sure. Because it was a safety thing. Yeah, it's like that's a must. I couldn't. I literally couldn't see shit through the windshield. I think the car is much safer if you lower it like another inch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Lower center maybe. of gravity. Yeah. You know, if you yeah, fall yeah, out yeah. of the car, it's lower to the ground. Right. I don't yeah. fall as high. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, I, I agree that it could definitely use more low. Yeah. Um, Where I take this car is high speed bumps, and so I don't want to scrape. Yeah. My prelude scrapes at the same place I'm talking about. But you've got a softer suspension. You What suspension do you – you have Fortunato. Yes. I, I need to get a ride in your car, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To know what that suspension feels like. Yeah, I mean, I probably don't have the right settings for it. I mean, I don't even know if the preload's correct. Yeah. So I don't trust the previous owner to know any of that shit. Do, or do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lazy. Yeah, It's dude. my turn, key queen. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's yes. funny. Like, the easier they make it to adjust some of these things, the less you want to do it. Totally. Yeah. And I had the wheels off a couple times. Oh, yeah. You had I, the opportunity. <laughs> I had the spanner wrenches in there. Yeah. I tried. I tugged. And it's like, oh, like, this is too hard. <laughs> forget it. I give up. <laughs> like, wow. It didn't, it didn't go on the first tug. I was like, yeah, yeah forget it. I'm not doing this. Ah, geez, That's literally man. what happened. I was like, ah, just throw the wheels on. I want to see the wheels. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I would want to see the wheels, too. I want to see the Vokes on them so yeah. bad. So I was like, ah. But let's it. get into the educational portion of today's program. Mm-hmm. Presidents can't drive? Presidents cannot drive. Did you know this, Randy? We learned it from uh, Comedians in Cars with Coffee. That's where I first learned it, yeah. With Obama. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So George Bush hasn't driven on public roads for 25 years. Wow. Right? Uh, The Clintons are in the same boat. Mm -hmm. Obama said that he's only allowed to drive in or was allowed to drive in circles around the South Lawn in a Chevy Volt. Yeah. Which sounds like a very depressing life. Yes. Um, You know, they can only cruise on private property, which... Like I kind of have questions around: Are they allowed to drive race cars then? Right, because that's not a public road. And post presidency, your life is not as valuable to the country. Yes, it's more of a a power move if somebody were to attack a president. Right, right it's not right, as valuable right. uh, uh, as the current president. Yes, right. But if right, somebody right. were to make a statement, they could. Yeah, uh, attack a president. Yeah. Um, so current and former presidents and vice presidents are included in this. Can't drive. They cannot drive. Wow, right? That sucks. So this was a part of the Former Presidents Act, which became law in 1958. Wow. But it was not enforced until after Kennedy was assassinated. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So Lyndon B. Johnson was the last president to drive. To drive himself. Oh. Yeah. Did he have a vet? That I Did, oh. I don't know actually what car he had. I okay. think he had a, an amphibious car oh, that he liked really? trolling people with. Oh, I think he okay. was the president that did that. Okay, that like drove people around and then made it seem like he was crashing into the river or the <laughs> river or the oh, lake. Oh, he did that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. But, but it was an I know amphibious that, car. I know that car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and so what what this act did is that it gave um, former presidents a pension, right? Health insurance for life. Yippee. 
and lifetime secret service protection. And so the rule is since they have secret service duty mm-hmm. that is trained in evasive and defensive driving, they're the ones responsible for driving around presidents and former presidents. Okay. Vice presidents and former vice presidents as okay. well. Um, so in doing my research for this, um, it's not necessarily a law. It's more of a rule. Okay. Although they're the, cause the president's, the former president's act gave them perks, but this is the perk of having secret service has turned a rule that doesn't let them drive into, but they adhere to it. Right. Technically they, somebody could go off of this, mm-hmm. but what I have, what I found, and this is, I didn't find anything super concrete, but what it seems is that if they do decide they want to drive, they forfeit their secret service detail. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they have the option because it's not necessarily a law. Yeah. They can't force them. Right. But at that point they're no longer protected. So they don't have secret service following them for the rest of their lives, which who really wants that? Nobody wants that, but it's former presidents are probably untouchable. They could probably do a bunch of illegal things and the secret service will probably just help them. Mm, Yeah. Who knows? But to be, to be watched like that, 24 yeah, 7 even your kids yeah like the obama kids in college you yeah. got some guy standing outside your class waiting. yeah or even outside a party that's the worst you yeah. know like some dude just waiting outside like but he's got to be in the party so he's got to be watching almost yeah right? that'd be so weird that would that's suck. such a weird life that would suck you know yeah it would suck big but, time and you could argue that they're more most vulnerable the um for former presidents is the, the their family the families right yeah that makes sense because they they could be used uh, against them against the president mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah which makes sense why they're they're protected right you know but it sucks yeah dude to not be allowed to drive for the rest of your life on public roads on public roads but i don't know how much you could get away with on private roads either like i mean right if you had your own racetrack yeah and you i mean maybe your own race may- car but, but i mean at that point you're putting your life at more risk than by just driving being, on a public road yeah, that's true that's so is true. that i don't know if i didn't see anything about that and i specifically looked into researching that specific topic well, none of, nobody was that enthusiastic about racing yeah there is no former no president. president that still races right uh, or or races at all that i yeah. know of yeah uh but you know like george bush drives around his ranch oh he does yeah he drives around his ranch in a truck in an f-150 um but you know it's it's casual just driving around mm. right i mean i i I don't know that obviously for an enthusiast it's a it's much more meaningful to give that up. Yes. So I don't know that I'd be able to, but right. then I also don't know that I'd be able to be president, so <laughs> there's that. I wouldn't be able to do both. <laughs> be yeah, president like, I mean, and like, give at, up. At what that. point at what like let's talk just salary wise. Right? So if somebody gave you somebody said, All right, Randy, we're gonna pay you two hundred thousand a year plus Let's say fifty thousand in non guaranteed bonuses, but you can't drive the rest of your life. It'd take me Is that enough? Not two hundred. Yeah. Cause that's still like Bay Area manager of IT money. Yeah. That's like Bay Area like support calls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'd probably be in the maybe four to five hundred K range for like, all right, protection for life can't drive my car that sucks man that really it's really feeling like being castrated 
almost. It does. That's a right. really, really good. That's a really good way to put it because yeah, that's what it would for be. A car guy. Yeah, like even the even now that I just don't drive a lot. Uh huh. You know, because of the COVID situation and working yeah. from home. Yeah. I still need to put in my miles. I like think I'll still I'll just be sitting down and be like, you know what? I I need to drive. I need to drive today. I feel the same way, and I'm, I just get lazy. But it's and it's <laughs> yeah. at like 11 p.m. It's like yeah, where am yeah. I gonna go? Yeah. But nonetheless, I feel the same exact way. Yeah, dude. To, and to lose that, yeah, that's such a big part of our lives, mm-hmm. and has been for so long. Yes. I think most presidents probably aren't car guys. Although Trump has a big collection. Does he? Yeah. I mean, he's a rich guy. Of course, he's going to have a bunch of cars, but now he can't drive them. Obama appreciated uh, highly the Corvette that he was in, right? Oh, yeah. And same with Biden even now. Biden has made some comments about the new Corvette also and Mm -hmm. not being able to drive that if he becomes president. Okay. And I think even now as candidates, they're already not. Yeah, loud. Once, yeah, yeah. Serious, but I like, mean, Biden obviously he's vice president, so he's included in this. Yeah. So like a Kamala Harris, potentially. yeah, yeah. Kamala Harris, she she can't, she's not allowed to drive. She's probably anymore. lost her, yeah, ability yeah. to do that, which is crazy, man. Yeah. So we'll see. You can, you're the leader of the free world, but you cannot fucking drive. If you do, you that's, lose your protection. You lose your protection. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Which, like I said, I, I never, I didn't find anything super concrete on that, but I thought it was pretty reliable information. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel sorry for presidents, man. Maybe. But Did guess, Obama drive the Corvette in that mm, episode? I think he drove it around the, in, within the, the South Lawn yeah. again. I think uh-huh. maybe. I, I, don't, I don't remember. I thought he did. I think did he might too. have. Yeah. But it's it's kind of, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much it would take for me to give that up. Unless they said you're allowed to. Race. To race cars yeah on your if, own private yeah track. if that's the case then okay cool you can drive me around because i don't know that i i i want to say that i could never get used to someone driving me around from the fact that i i even just hate being a passenger in general yeah um right, but right. who knows once you get used to that posh life if, if it just that's kinda, true but also if george uh, w yeah can drive a truck on his ranch that to me implies you can build your own racetrack and do your own thing for on, sure on your own property. Yeah, for sure. So they get rich enough that they could afford that. So that's yeah, the way I see that'd it. Be, that'd be nice to have your own racetrack. Man. Yeah. Damn. We should just do that. Let's just build a racetrack and like rent it out. And that's, that's our life at a thousand dollars a day. There's 365 days a year. That's not that enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that, not enough. well it depends on the size of the track also it, yeah right? for sure it would have to be a massive track right and it's got to build a reputation yeah. and that whole thing so yeah it's what do you think would would help the reputation more having competitive drivers do drop competitive times or someone crashing like a major person crashing i think the crashing I think the crashing would would probably be more widespread. Yes. In terms of marketing, it might appeal to reckless uh, race car drivers yeah. that really want to push the limit yeah. and not kill themselves. Because really, that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yes. I push. mean, dr- drifting is big right now too. So yeah, that would have to be included. Because to your point, kind of to tie into your question that came to mind is, like you talk about thermal, the new newer BMW right. track. Yeah. Versus something with a reputation like the whatever Willows, you know, Buddy yeah. Willow and all those. I mean, those got major reputation. Exactly. Or Laguna Seca. That's a perfect one, right? Right, a right. Very yeah. Americana yeah. track, even compared to Coda. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, y- 
you just the nostalgia, the the what it's known for, the corkscrew. Yeah, that's like gonna take features, time. That takes time. Yeah, that's time. just time. Yeah, time and reputation. Yeah. Amazing races happen there with yeah. race car drivers. But I mean the the I mean it's hard to say because this is our world. So my social media, everything I read. It just looks like within my bubble, there's a ton of people that are track drivers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it just t- looks yeah. to me, it's like, dude, this market is alive and well. You could put a, a track anywhere and people would go. Oh, I see. But that's probably not true. SoCal for sure, but nowhere else really. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I would love to have my own racetrack, but that's like millions of dollars. For sure, yeah, yeah. Just in concrete, concrete. <laughs> uh, who asphalt. knows what the maintenance is yeah, like besides true. maintaining the asphalt? Man, right. So, but yeah. So if you want to drive, uh, don't become president. Indeed. Yeah. But with that, that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane.com. And if you want to send us any emails, info at 91octane.com. We didn't get around to getting your questions today because the episode is a little long. But we'll make sure to make time next week uh, for things that have been sent already uh, and anything you want to send. Uh, from here until then. Randy, any last words? Shout outs to the Ford Bronco Raptor. Ford Bronco Raptor. Fill in the gap. Indeed. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. Night.